Welcome to The Brand Standard, a place where faith, online business, family, marriage, and entrepreneurship collide. People are always in search of how to stand out as a woman, as a wife, as a mom, thinking about how to create lifelong wealth, how to create something that's legacy building and long lasting. When the reality is what you need is already there. It's you, it's your family, your marriage. You are the brand. The Bible says not to let others look down on you because you are young, but to show them and be an example for the believers in truth, in love, in faith, in purity, in speech, and in everyday life. That's the goal. That's the bar. That's the bare minimum. And that's the brand standard. Hey friends, I'm Nishay Caldwell. Welcome to The Brand Standard. I am so excited about today's episode because it's a lot that's kind of going on in the online business space. And for those of us who are wanting to start in the online business space, those of us who are interested or thinking about it or like, yeah, I definitely need to start a business or um, you may be someone who has started a business, but it's just kind of all over the place, you don't really have it together, then this episode is going to be meaningful to you. So I wanted to start off talking about, well, the title of the episode, first of all, is Productivity Over Possibilities. And that leads to so many thoughts. When I think of productivity, first of all, a lot of us are busy. That's number one. But a lot of us are not productive. And what I mean by productive is doing a revenue generating activity, doing something towards a revenue generating activity, prep work for revenue generating activities. If you own a business, you want a business or you work in someone else's business, you are on time that's borrowed if you work for somebody else or you are on your own time in order to produce a revenue if you own your own business. Owning your own business requires a certain level of productivity just from you. Number one, because nobody else cares as much as you do. And number two, because this is how you're going to make a living. If this is your full time job, your own business, this is how you are going to make a living. So when we evaluate being productive over just the possibilities that are out there, well, both things have great outcomes, right? Possibilities are, are amazing. The possibilities really are endless in whatever dimension you want to talk about them, in whatever capacity you want to talk about them. But being productive has a time frame. You can only do so much. You can only be um, somewhere most of the time. You cannot be everywhere every time. You can't be everything to everybody. There's a certain aspect of being productive that requires a knowledge of your own capacity, that requires a knowledge of your own time and your willingness to give yourself to that time. So productiveness, when we think about, um, let's say, the Coca-Cola factory, I was just there last week with my family. When we think about something like that, the Coca-Cola company is extremely productive. They pump out hundreds of millions of bottles of soda every year. If someone said to you, 
in whatever business you own, a photography business, an event planning business, um, a virtual assistant business, whatever service based business online that you have. If someone said, I will give you a million dollars tomorrow for all of whatever one million dollars of money will, will buy me of your service, would you be able to produce? Could you give me one million dollars worth of your service tomorrow? Nine times out of 10 in the positions that we're in, the answer is no. So your goal sustainably cannot be tomorrow to make a million dollars. That doesn't make any sense. You can't even you can't produce a million dollars worth of product. So that's not productive if that's one of your goals. I want to make a million dollars in quarter one. Well, can you produce a million dollars worth of product? And if you can, awesome. The possibility of doing it is great. But the actual the actual outcome and the capacity for you to do it is is not endless. It's not there's a cap. There's a limit on the things that you can do in that way. So when we're thinking about owning our businesses, when we're thinking about, yes, these are things that I want to do. There are things that I need to have in my business team wise, structure wise. There are things that I want to accomplish in my business goal wise um, my for my family, all those things. The possibilities are great, but we cannot base our actual production on what's possible. The work this is lots of possibilities. Let's let's be clear on that one. Possibilities are endless. Your capacity and your business is not currently. If you're building a course, if you are somebody who is trying to step away from one-on-one service, but going into education, uh, if you're building a team where you can take on more capacity, that's awesome too. That is a one possibility and that capacity matches that possibility. Your productiveness toward that possibility is what alignment actually looks like. Lining up your actual today's capacity with the possibility of a goal that you set, the possibility of it actually happening. And when you think about possibility too, we can look at it in a measurement. How possible is this? What is the possibility or probability, if you want to take it to math, of the outcome being positive here? Do I have a 20% chance, 50% chance, 80, so forth? When you can put a number on this thing, a measurement, you can actually see how you achieved the poss- what was possible. When you can't do that, when you can't quantify or have a measurable goal with your productiveness, then that's not a real goal. It's not attainable. So when we're evaluating productiveness and productivity over possibilities, I will choose productivity every day over just what's possible. Again, possibilities are endless, right? And they're great to think of and they're great to have lots of possibilities out in the world, thousands of options to do thousands of different things. But our capacity is only so much. And that's where we have to lay our productiveness. Owning a business a sustainable business, a well-oiled machine type of online business requires a certain type of productiveness. Here are some key things to think about when you're evaluating, okay, am I just doing whatever's possible 
or am I being productive? Or is there a good balance of both? Number one, is this a measurable goal? We we chatted about that a bit. Is it a measurable goal that I'm trying to set? Is this possibility actually measured? Is there a way to say, no, I didn't do this or yes, I did do this. I did hit it. For instance, I sent out three emails. I can see that 30 percent opened the email. 30 percent of people who I sent it to open the email. I would like next month to get to 35 percent. That's a measurable goal. You can see if 35 percent of the people you sent it to open the email. You can see click rates and so forth. That's a measurable goal. Um, here's another one. I would like to sell two packages of my $1,500 service next month. That's $1,500 per client at this specific package. I want to work 10 hours a week on just those individual packages. So that's measurable. You can see, okay, I spent eight hours this week on that project. I didn't get two clients, but I did get one. So I made $1,500 this month. And I also spent eight hours a week on this project. How is my time and my money calculated by that now? Now I can set another goal for the next month. Okay, if I had this capacity at eight hours a week for the $1,500 next month, now I'm looking at, okay, if I do need to, if I do want to get to two clients at the to hit $3,000, in revenue, I need 16 hours a week to dedicate because eight hours for this one and eight hours a week for this one. You get what I'm where where I'm going with the measurable goal. If again, if I said I want to make a million dollars next month with my one-on-one service, how many hours are available to actually hit that goal? That's not that's not realistic. So that's number one. Make sure it's measurable. And it's not just goals. We're still just thinking about possibilities, like what's possible because and this came about because um, I've been chatting with a couple of family members and also just a couple of friends. And it's like, gosh, there are so many possibilities out there. I can do this. I can do this. I can be this. I can find a way to make money this way. But I don't really believe. This is going to get me where I want to go. It's possible, but I don't think it's going to get me where I need to go. What do you think of about these other four options? Well, four options is great, but let's let's find a way to narrow all of those down. You can't do for all four things. That's number one. You can't do all the options available. You can't do all the possibilities just you by yourself today in today's marketplace, in today's world where you are. Impossible. Some things just are impossible. You can't tell somebody that you can spend 1000 hours a week on something. That's that's not going to happen. It's not realistic. So the second thing to think about is with your productivity, does this align with your ideal business, your ideal life goes back to actually looking at what this business is going to do for your life? Not just the capacity you have to do it, but how is this? going to impact your actual everyday working and living life is it a benefit is it a hardship is it annoying is it too time consuming does it take you away from the things that you love is it so much just just to be in this thing and just make the money for it is that all you want from this 
you you don't want to enjoy it. So you have to evaluate. Number two, you really have to evaluate the quality of life you're going to have by starting and fixing and sustaining this business. Is eight hours a week, I'm back to the other example, is eight hours a week pretty good to make $1,500 on the side, essentially, or adding $1,500 to your monthly budget? Is that great? Is that a good deal? Two hours a day for four days a week working on somebody else's projects. How does that add up for you in your everyday life? Do you still work a full-time job? Do you still have time for the kids? Do you still have time to do things in the house for your that you want to do? Do you have time to spend with your spouse? Do you also have time to just do the things that you enjoy? Reading, hiking, biking, whatever it is, working out. Those things matter because these businesses that we're building are supposed to support the vision that we have for our lives. So number two, is this business and are these goals, are these possibilities helping to aid in the person that you would like to become? And the third thing is, are you solving a problem for somebody? Are you somebody's resolution? Because the possibilities, again, are endless, but is the option two of these possibilities, is this actually solving something for somebody or are you doing this just for vanity reasons? Are you helping somebody? Is there a core struggle in your potential clients' minds and lives that you're going to be the solution to? That's needed when when you want to talk about creating an actual revenue stream. You can't just build it and they come. That's a popular saying, but you're not building real estate. You're building an online business. You're building a sustainable life. You're building an enjoyable life. You're building something that's going to create a legacy for those who are going to come behind you. So the framework and the structure needs to make sense so that eventually one day you could step away. So looking at all those three things and thinking about being productive over all the possibilities, all the potential outcomes that are out there, you can really narrow down what it is you should be doing, when you should be doing it, and how much money you should make for doing it. If you really look at it, if you really go deep into those things that we just chatted about. Because a lot of us as entrepreneurs, too, have so many ideas. We get so many visions. It's crazy because a lot of people do not get visions. They don't have the gift of vision. They don't look at something and get a thousand ideas like I do. They don't look at one thing and be like, oh, I really like this, but I, lo- I love this, too. Being multi-passionate sometimes can be a gift and a curse. But the way to narrow down really are, is by using all the things that we just talked about. That's the way to narrow it down. And knowing also that every single possibility out there does not warrant a full-blown business behind it. Some things can be hobbies. There's nothing wrong with having a hobby. It's nothing wrong with not monetizing every single idea that you have. Sometimes you just want to flesh the idea out to get it out of your brain. Sometimes you just want to exercise your right to use your gifts in different capacities. If that makes you happy, then do that. If it's taking away from your core revenue stream when you should be you know, spending time on the one possibility that will produce productivity, that will get you to um, a, a revenue then that's what you need to be doing. Nothing wrong with knitting. 
nothing wrong with building a cricket business. But if you are a tutor and you need to be picking up students to do one on one services as your core revenue stream so that you can replace your nine to five income, then that's where your focus needs to be today. If you are a caterer and you're building a business um, that really requires other people's events, there's no need for you to just be at the airport. You, I hope you get what I mean. I'm, and it's, I'm saying, yes, you can do all those things. But at the same time, if you are a caterer, you need to be around people who are having events. You need to be communicating with people in your circle, asking them for their time so that you can share your gift of food with them. Hey, you want to come over for a tasting? I'm having a tasting for five people. You know, it it may just be an appetizer only dinner, but I'm also starting my catering business and I love your feedback. Like, here are the things we need to be focused on because that's productive. That's a possibility that will produce a revenue for you. And not just caterers, not just, you know, not just tutors, but the service based industry. Again, it's so many opportunities out here and we have so many ideas and so many thoughts, but Honing in on what will make you most productive with one possibility is a better way to evaluate what you should be doing and when and how, honestly. So in another episode, we're going to talk about this online business supporting our lives, of course, but also this online business being structured in a way that you can take time and go to the museum with the kids or have a, a date night with not a thousand things running through your mind with your spouse. We're going to talk about all those things. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode of The Brand Standard. If you have any questions or comments, I'd love to hear them. I'd love to hear your thoughts. You know, being multi-passionate can be difficult, and I'm right here along with you. I'm also multi-passionate, but I've just learned how to be productive over just all the possibilities that are out there. Um, So I hope this was helpful to you email me and let me know your thoughts. I'll see you on the next one. It's time to create the life you always wanted, a life that you can be proud of. It's time to get started. There's only one way I could take off months and months at a time and come back to a business I love. That's by owning it. Sustainably choosing my pace, getting out what I put in, and sometimes a little more is why I'm an entrepreneur. Is it hard? Yes. But so is going to a job you hate. Is it worth it? Absolutely. My kids seeing me for many hours a day and available for all activities makes it worth it. You may not feel ready or even worthy, but the reality is you've always been ready. You've always been an entrepreneur. Do it now. Do it with peace, with ease, with motivation, and without worry. Let's do it together and launch in 30. If you're ready to start, launch, and grow an online business of your own, go to nashecaldwell.com slash launchin30. I'll see you on the inside.